Dana, this was our only frying pan. Why do you do that? You do have weapons, don't you? I like to be creative in a fight. I get my juices going. Can we cook with your juices? <sighs> Did you guys talk about this some other time? Welcome, voice input child and identikits, to Geek Salad episode 143, <laughs> Syndicated Incorporated. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And we are here today to talk all about our favorite and not so favorite first run syndicated television shows, as well as some shows that found a home in syndication, as well as some of the stuff that, thanks to syndication, uh, youngsters like ourselves were able to catch up on certain. Shows we were too young to, to catch up on originally. <laughs> so, um, pretty much... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to unpack that sentence. <laughs> oh, I am too. I was already patted down and at the jelly finger through TSA for that for, that, for that was, that was not unpacking that statement. That was a bit of a run-on. That was, indeed. Um, so there was a lot of confusion on this uh, topic, apparently, because... When I say first-run syndication, I automatically believe that everybody thinks that you think about like those terrible sitcoms that came on before real television came on on Saturday nights, like the five o'clock uh, lineup. Well, you know, you had you had like two slots. You had the noon to like three o'clock, then you had a brief break, and then from like five to right. like, eight, you know, before the networks took over. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, five to seven. Yeah, five to seven. Yeah. 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 Now, Catherine, you originally brought this idea to me. What um, what what inspired you on this one? I was taking one of those. <laughs> what possessed you? <laughs> I was taking one of those quizzes, and it goes match this scene with the title of the show, and that was the first time I had thought about small wonder in about thirty years. <laughs> and the fact that you caught it right away. Oh, that's small wonder. Well, I was like, oh, and actually, it wasn't. Oh, that small wonder I was like. Oh my god, I forgot about Small Wonder! <laughs> you lucky, lucky woman, you. <laughs> no, you haven't forgot it. You buried it deep, deep, deep within your soul. You're going to have to bury it deep, 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 deep within your soul. How sad is I actually know how the theme song goes. It's She's a Small Wonder. Yeah, no. And then we all just kind of like let it go because no one's going to say she's perfect in every way. What's the problem? It's Vicky. I, I think she can see us. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. No, she can't. Yes, she can. Night, <laughs> honey. So, so we find out that Vicky is actually the first version of, of Google. Uh, yeah, or of uh, Skynet. <laughs> actually, listener Pete, listener Pete Callahan agrees. Overall, I'd have to say that the uber creepy small wonder would fall into our category. For the record, did not like this show. <laughs> Um, She's not, he's not alone. He is not alone in that. Now, what do you think the original intention of building Vicky was? Because Pleasure Bot's really the only thing I can come to. Oh! Ew. I, you know what? If you want to go non-creepy, I will venture to guess um, proof of concept. Okay. Catherine? Uh, 
did they lose a daughter at, at a young age? The daughter car, they never spoke of. Wow, you are wow. That's car accident, dark. and He's so they dark. replace you, her with a robot. You people are dark and twisted. Joe, what about it's you? A proof of concept. Except you. I got no good. Pl- I got right. no good. You know reason. what? I got no good reason that I could come up with why you would make a. Little... Here's here's why they invented it. All right, as far as I can tell, they invented an artificial robotic daughter to just. Make sure that the neighbors never find out that they invented a, a robot daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Alf. Alf, yeah, the Alf. kitchen, the Alf monics are coming over. Not the Alf. Alf, you could pass off as a dog. Mm. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Um. Christ, this fucking show. I kind of knew this is like the. This sparks bad TV. This is just I mean, this bad is, TV. When, when you think of, like, total com- the worst of syndication, everything that's wrong with syndicated TV, yeah, this is the show that just, like, Matt takes all those tropes and put it into a blender. Yeah. You know, and just spits it out. The, the sad thing is, though, that the building a, building a, da- a you know, pre-pubescent daughter as a robot is not the creepiest thing about that show, nor the most annoying. That, what, what, what it that was be? the red-haired freaking the neighbor neighbor girl. Oh, I wanted to drop kick her. Even even. Oh my god! Even when I was like young, I watched this. I'm like, she is as annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is there a um? Is there a vaccine for precociousness? <laughs> yeah, it's her. She oh, wasn't God. precocious at all. She was just annoying. No, that was her thing. She was precocious. And her mom was Edie McClurg from everything in that year. <laughs> Every I mean, syndicated TV show had Edie McClurg. Didn't they have like multiple seasons of Small Wonder and they had to figure out how to explain why the, the robot was getting, getting older? older? Yeah. They're all like programming upgrades and stuff like that. <laughs> the worst part about it, honestly, though, is the voice. Oh, God, yeah. All right? You're going to go the extra mile and make this thing look lifelike and then have it talk like this. Give the most monotone you need voice to know, ever. Well, somebody that just randomly turns into the show has to know that it's a robot. Yeah. And the fact that she, when she cries, she like, st- like streams of water just pour out of her eyes. Something's odd there. Well, thank God he put a moisture shield on the interior uh, yeah. exos- the endoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another show... That has um, this one. I actually I, I enjoyed another show, but again, equally ridiculous concept. Yeah. Out of this world. So what do I put on the application for school, Mom? Just tell the truth. So I say, Dad lives on the planet Antarius. You're a full-blooded Earthling, and I'm half alien. Just say we're an equal opportunity family. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Not quite as ridiculous. Come yes, on. Yeah, yes, because yeah, there's nothing yeah. as ridiculous as. Oh, by the way, I got fucked by an alien, had you. Now your dad is like a Spencer's gift light ball. Aren't we going to go see isn't the Guardians that, of the Galaxy? I was going to say, isn't that the concept of Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy? Shut up, both of them. <laughs> you, you, you just described Star-Lord's parentage. Yes, you totally did. <laughs> but you know what, though? Star-Lord didn't have the ability to freeze time by touching his fingers together. Damn! Yeah, I know. Really huh? cool. <laughs> like a like Chinese finger trap. Yeah. Terry moonbeams home in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> the show that co-starred Doug McClure. Yeah. You, may, you might remember him from some movies as the Hand of Time Forgot. 
And the president's neck is missing. <laughs> um, yeah. I enjoyed this show, actually, you know? I remember I, this I, one just being, like, inoffensive. It's on TV, and I'm not being bothered to do my it's, homework. It's background yeah, noise. You know what? I'm not going to go back and watch it because I know it won't hold up. <laughs> oh, God. I know that for a fact. But I'm, I'm happy to remain with my pleasant memories of it. All right. Did she ever meet her dad? Uh, I don't know, but by the time the show finally wound down, it was like, it stopped being about the actual concept of the show and just moved on to Girl with Teenage Problems. Yeah. And, and her mother, I guess, became mayor of the town. Oh, did she? Yeah. Donna Pascal, who yeah. played Angie for like seven seasons in, yeah. in the 70s with Robert Hayes. Yeah. Um, all right, another one. Oh, boy. My Secret Identity. The, fir- the first um, post-weight loss I'm Jerry say, O'Connell. Is this the one with the fat McConnell or the, the skinny McConnell? This is, is post-weight loss McConnell. O- O'Connell. O'Connell, McConnell, whatever. Oh, my God. This show. Um, I remember seeing this show and then realizing, today I am a cynic. <laughs> <laughs> See, this was when I first developed my crush on Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched this one. Oh, okay. I watched, um, well, I watched this one and the, the one with the other O'Connell. Is it the other O'Connell? The, the well, one where they, they jumped dimensions? That's Sliders. Sliders. And that was originally Jerry O'Connell as well. Yeah. Yeah, but his brother took over. Didn't yeah, he? when Jerry O'Connell became a star and then, you know, did stuff like, you know, bang Rebecca Romaine and yeah, stuff. Well, you know. And the star in Jerry Maguire. Yeah. That's right, he was in Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry was. Maguire, yep. he was in Scream 2. Oh, Jesus, that poor oh, that's bastard. Right. Um, yeah, this, this show, the the concept, um, he gets his superpowers, like any Marvel character, he gets doused in chemicals. <laughs> By the, uh, scientist that's renting his mom's garage? Yes. Any Marvel character, or some, some of the DC characters, too. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Of course, if DC had Falcon, he would just have appeared from an egg, going, ta-da! <laughs> hey, but at least he didn't turn him into a Nazi. That's true. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Secret Secret Wars, Secret, secret Shame. Empire. Secret Empire, Secret Shame. <coughs> um, yeah, no, but his ability was he could fly, but only when propelled. So he would always have, like, two aerosol cans with him, like he's doing whippets. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm huffing. It's okay. I'm flying. And he had about as much control as the greatest American hero. Yep. Which was a really good show. Which was a good show, exactly. Yep. God. Yeah, That's why just, that was on network and this wasn't. Yes, exactly. For a very good reason. They essentially use the same, like, you guys have seen Superman 4. Like, they, the, the reused uh, flight scene. Yeah, yeah. They used it, I think, like seven times yeah. in the, over the course of that movie. Um, they used the same flying scene Especially every right. time for, like, the three years that the show ran. Because, why the hell not? Because they spent all the money. And yeah. Like, yeah. They spent all that money they having spent, him stand in front of a blue screen. Not even a green screen. No, they, spent a all the, screen. No, they spent all the money on aerosol cans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gotta write another script. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, we need those for a fact. You guys feel like flying now? <laughs> Whip it good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
Let's move away from the the supernatural to go to um, something even more fantastic. People believing that Jim J. Bullock was straight. (laughs) (laughs) Even then it was so obvious. Too close for comfort. (laughs) To which I have one word. Monroe! What do you think? Oh, honey, it's exquisite. Beautiful, but uh, so sheer. (laughs) I can see right through it. Dad, I'm not wearing it. I only designed it. Oh, good. I gave it to Sarah. She's wearing it. Do you remember this one? No, I do not not remember this one. This was... This would Ted Knight's follow-up to Mary Tyler Moore. The thing I remember most about this was... um, Oh, the uh, the handyman slash sleazeball? No, you're thinking of um, One Day at a Time. That's you're right. of Schneider. That's no, right. No, no, no. Um, Ted Knight plays a cartoonist who lives in like a split-level condo, and his neighbor is this guy, Monroe, who's just, Hey, I'm just here to see the girls. <laughs> I just want to see what they're wearing. Jim, <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jim J. Bullock. It's uh, Jim J.M. J. Bullock. It's not even J.I.M. Now this is, this first came out in 1980. When did Caddyshack come out? 80? No. Caddyshack was 81. No, it was 80. It was yeah, it was 80. Caddyshack it was 80. I believe it was 80. Somebody double check that. Mm. Wikipedia, hoy. Thanks for not having me be prepared. Um, eight nine really 1980? Yeah, that's when it's first there. Jesus, was. well that kind of makes sense if he was. Yeah, 1980. All right, so they're so, so he's trying to they're trying to cap uh, they're trying to capitalize on his. So, uh, so you're saying uh, 1980 gave us both Caddyshack and Airplane? Yes, yes. That's one of like, the best years of comedy ever. And you were two years old. Yes, I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was seven. My husband was negative three. Yeah. <laughs> so your husband missed out on all the good stuff. Now I got to watch it later. <laughs> well, not too close for comfort, but no. no, 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 no. And th- this show, because nobody aged, because everybody was at that point where they just stopped aging. Yeah. They were just going to get older and look the same. And it ran for seven years. That's insane. That's in- that is well, insane. Well, here's the thing with syndication. It's more about fire rates than anything else. It's not like, you know, it's not like the network is really harping on them. If people, you know, they, if they assume people are watching it, these things had unbelievably long shelf lives. Well, because there was no, like, central plot. It was just plot of the plot of the week. Well, they, yeah, they were, right. yeah, they were, yeah, there was... No overarching storyline. Right. Yeah. It's just what joke can we put into the into the situation this time? Right. Uh, and well, except for some other shows later on. Well, yeah. some of the more serialized shows. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. Joe, you brought this one to my attention today, even though I remembered it. <laughs> what? Throb. Throb. I this is like I said when I when I mentioned it it wasn't because I seen it I don't even remember ever watching it it's just I was looking at looking doing the research on it and I saw who actually starred in it. I'm thinking, wow, these wow, that's that's like Jane Leaves is on it, and a twelve year old Paul Walker starred in it. I don't want to hear you guys ever mention the word throb ever. <laughs> Seconded. All right. Okay. <laughs> Even though I think that for you know what would make great first run syndication on a network, you know, this is a, a situation comedy. The inner lives of porn stars. 
they live in an apartment together. They have a wacky neighbor. They did that reality show. They d- which one was that? Oh. Oh God. Ah. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but um. Oh. Porn guy with giant penis guy. Ron Jeremy was on it. Oh, oh, you're talking about the uh, surreal life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that was him, and he actually became besties with uh, Tammy uh, Tammy Lynn Baker at that point. Moving on. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Um, yeah. There was another show too that kind of falls within that that I remember seeing. I don't remember the name of it, but it had Don Adams from Get Smart. I think it was called Check It Out. It's like a grocery store uh, manager and the wacky oh, doings and yeah. happenings and goings on. Yeah. That which, actually sounds familiar. That does sound familiar. Yep. It does it. sound familiar, but I'm not even going to be bothered to look it up. Somebody I mean, picture it in my mind's eye, but I'm not going to... So wait, we went from Throb to Check It Out? Check It Out, yep. Check It Out, Throb. Wait till you get to the next what? one. What? What? The next it's going to be Throb, <laughs> Check It Out, and Mama's Family is the next one. Oh. So And followed by Splurt, right? <laughs> 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 Mama's, all right, now Mama's Family's kind of a cheat because it got its start. Well, I think not for like really. I mean, half a season on uh, like NBC. Oh, close, co- too close for comfort had us half a season on ABC. Okay, too. yeah, and then they just got booted on to a first run. Oh, honey, you have to peel the skin off the edge of that baloney. Well, gee, that's my favorite part. <laughs> Let me do it, baby. You peel the plastic off the cheese slices. Mm. You want the plastic off? There won't be anything in these sandwiches to sink your teeth into. Mama's family had an unnaturally long life. On it was it it was living off the Mary Tyler. I mean, not the Mary Tyler Moore. Carol Burnett. Ca- yeah. Carol, Carol Burnett, Burnett nostalgia, which is amazing because the people that they they had targeted to probably thought that Carol Burnett was a little too highbrow for them. <laughs> this, if this were made today, if they decided at some point that they were going to make a you know the new Mama's family. It would be on CMT so I, fucking hard. I can't deny that I, I watched it and I enjoyed it. I watched it again because, well, Dad's not bugging me to do my homework. It's on. Yeah. TV's on. doesn't get turned off till I go to sleep. The, there's, right. a, there's an outtake from not, from not from Mama's Family, but from that character on the Carol Burnett That's show. Right. Yeah. Where uh, one, of the char- one of the actors start, is going on and on and on because he liked to do that to see if he could spin up the other, the other actors. Yeah. And finally, Vicky, his mama, goes, Is that asshole done talking yet? <laughs> <laughs> and the, everybody lost it. Well, yeah, because that that was... Well, the Carol Burnett show was just freaking genius. genius. That show was awesome. But Mama's Family, not so much. Every episode, essentially, was the same thing. Oh, Mama, I'm being handpicked by my hot wife. <laughs> so shut your yap and take it. Don't you have a talking horse to talk to? Look it up. <laughs> nah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some of the other ones here. Um, now, one one thing that someone wanted to bring up, actually, uh, uh, our friend Dave McLean had brought up about syndicated TV shows. He had mentioned um, he feels like any conversation of first-run syndicated shows would probably begin and end with Star Trek The Next Generation, so that gets his vote. Um, he'd also be remiss if he didn't mention his wife's love of Xena, Warrior Princess, mostly because it would embarrass her. <laughs> um, we actually had a couple people bring up Star Trek. And yes, it got its start as syndicated. Yeah, TNG, I mean, the, yeah. The, big, the biggest, I mean, the closest thing that that, that whole newer generation of Star Trek got was um, Enterprise on UPN. But, um... <laughs> Which is like... 
just just begs to be. It is a, it's a network of syndication. Right. Exactly. This we're not really going to touch on it too much, only because this is it's 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 its own future episode. We've been putting it off. You, you, you could yeah. You yeah. Can Star, do Star Trek is its own. We did a Star Trek episode eight years ago. We never followed up on it. So yeah. actually, shit, almost nine years ago. Let's make a note to do that. Yes. Yeah. That's that's in the notes after the other stuff that we have to get through. All right. <laughs> um. So who wants to start with uh, one of the Raimi uh, classics here? Uh, Hercules the Legendary Journeys is where we should begin. It started as three movies, yep. and yep. then it was spun off into a TV series. Maybe you don't count so well. There's six of us, and there's two of you. Good point. Yolis, uh, what do you think? Six to two. Well, it's not really fair. Yeah. Maybe we should let them go. Huh? Let us right. go? Uh, is this a joke? You can go. Starring Kevin Sorbo. Yes. Yes. He actually did a fine job as Hercules. Yeah. No, it's no, a, no. It's he, it was it was a fun show. I enjoyed yeah, Hercules. I enjoyed the show a lot. It um, was it was quite fun and quite silly, and it got more serious as time went on, and and um, it was running in parallel. Like Xena was a spin-off I mean, series. I, I, right. I enjoyed that they kind of played with the whole mythology of Hercules, but they didn't strictly adhere to it. Yeah. Right. You know, so well, it's just kind of like... You couldn't really strictly to it. Well, yeah. And then it, it got... It did... I get, kept getting confused because the same actor, Kevin Smith, played both... Kevin Sorbo. Uh, no. no. Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Yeah. As in... As in... No. Jay, as no. In, no. No. He played um, Ares. He played, he played Ares and also um, Hercules' half-brother by his mother. So he played both of... Both of Hercules' half-brothers, neither of whom shared parents. <laughs> so it was a little... Because they did a lot of reuse of actors. Yeah. Right. You know, Carl Urban got his start there. We all know him as Aylmer now, yeah. and all the other things he's done recently in American Bones. movies. But he started as um, uh, Cupid and High. Yeah, just just him in a little toga and, and wings. Fabulous. <laughs> and uh, he also played Caesar on Xena. So uh, Julius Caesar. So he, you know, they did a lot of reuse yeah. because New Zealand mm-hmm. is small, yeah. right? But yeah, let, so uh, all of that together, Hercules' legendary journeys and Xena. I kind of lump Zena. them together into you like You kind of have to. There's like, well, I don't, you know, the funny thing is, that I think Xena, and you guys can you can disagree with me all you want. Xena is the more popular of the two. Another one's fallen for you, again. Yeah. Why does this always happen? It's the blue eyes, the leather. Some guys just love leather. I think a wardrobe change is in order. You could wear chainmail. Yeah, but I think that'd just attract a kinkier group. It is more popular. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, they, dealt, they they got more serious. Yeah, they got uh, serious Hercule- faster. Right. Yeah, Hercules stayed lots very, campier. Yeah, right. It was, it was a, a little, little bit more very silly kind of. It was a lot more lighthearted, whereas Xena explored more deeper topics. Yeah. Well, th- that was the show that introduced me to uh, both Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi and Ted, Wa- Ted Raimi. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's kind of like, well, I remember when, because I was, I was actually, I, before that, a big Sam Raimi fan when Briscoe County came out. Like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love Briscoe County. Do. I love Briscoe well, County. For me, it was Evil Dead. I, th- I thought Briscoe County was after Hercules. It was. I'm just saying that he was finally going to get his due. I, I barely watched Hercules and Xena, so... Okay. When Bruce Briscoe County came out, I'm like, well, finally, Bruce Campbell's going to get his due. Yep. He got a season and a half, I think. Yep. 
But it was it was a that would have been right for the first season was quite long. Yeah. I, yeah, I, it was it was the lead into X Files that didn't work out so well. No, yeah, you're right. It was. Oh God. Well, but that any, was, yeah, that was like Friday afternoon, Friday evening. That yeah. that, that time slot was a, a kiss of death. Yeah, it. it uh, but it looked perfect for nerds like us. Yeah, yeah. but uh, anyway, back to Hercules and Xena. I didn't go yeah. They they did really well. Um, they tried to do another spinoff from Xena called Amazon High. <laughs> Which, which ended up being uh, uh, clip-showed into an episode of Xena. Yes, Amazon High. I don't remember that one. Uh, it, was, it was a clip-show on an episode of Xena in a later season. Um, that's because it never aired. Oh. oh. Because it was... The idea was that a... Um, it was back... The, the origin of the Amazons. You had all the... Am- the women lived in this tribe, and the men lived in that tribe, and, and Claudia Black from Farscape eventually was on the women tribe, and then the... Carl Urban was the leader of the men tribe, and they didn't want to talk to each other. And then the so what's this a mystery science did, theater movie? They did <laughs> oh, pretty like much. We haven't even gotten to the more mystery science theater part yet. Oh. So they cut the Amazon, the the Amazons to be do a magic spell to summon a great leader, and they get Selma Blair from the modern era <laughs> in jeans and a cute sweater, and she teaches them how to ride horses and all kinds of other stuff. Okay. <laughs> it was. I'm so that's a syndicated show that they tried to make that failed partly because Selma Blair got cast in Hellboy and also because it was really bad. Mm, I can see that. <laughs> nice. Uh, personally, I always enjoyed the episodes with Joxer. Joxer, the mighty, he's very tidy. That <laughs> was uh, Ted ha- Ted Raimi's character, and he was basically just this guy who. He was he, he, he was the silly character on Xena for a bit, but his character got more and more serious as time went on too. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. They 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 used him. They they got a lot of good um, emotional beats out of that character. Actually, Xena in the last in the last couple of seasons it got downright dark. Yes. It got very dark. I mean, I. They did a few time jumps and. Yeah, and there's you know a lot of people died. Well, they did time jumps into the future where, you know, Joxer was a very old man. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah, eventually he got, he got, uh, spoiler alert, um, yeah, he gets killed. But, being, but it was, it was all, you know, I own the whole thing on, on DVD yeah. currently, eventually like, to be replaced with Blu-ray. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite Xena moment was when she appeared on The Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. In the, in whenever the there's any type of inconsistency at all, it's the wizard. But what about when you came off on one scene in a brown horse, and so then you entered down a white horse wizard? <laughs> Joe, I, I'm just I'm, I'm already skipping ahead, and I'm thinking I'm looking at the synopsis for the next show, which is from the same creative team. Yes, it is. Oh, God. Can I read the synopsis? Yes, because this is. Hey, did you hear the one about the stripper who was cryogenically frozen after her breast augmentation surgery goes awry, only to be awakened by two warrior maidens 500 years later in a world ruled by machines? Probably not, but that's the basic premise of this loopy action series from the creative team of Hercules and the Legendary Journeys. Cleo, the quote-unquote exotic dancer, teams up with action babes Hell and Surge to take Earth back from the robotic overlords, aided by a sympathetic robot named Mauser, an unseen woman named... Simply voice gives them their marching orders. Starring Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> oh, was he in this? No. No. Oh. No, Gina Torres was one of oh, the two Jesus. warriors. 
in Cleopatra 2525. Hmm. You are correct. Yes, I am, because I watched that too. <laughs> I never watched that one. I watched it. It was awful. It was... They, they decided to try to get into more syndication, and they were told that nobody was buying hour-long syndication shows like Hercules and Xena, and so they came up with half-hour shows, Cleopatra 2525 and Jack of All Trades, starring our friend Bruce Campbell. I remember Jack of All Trades. I remember Jack of All Trades. Yeah. I and also, don't! And her, his, interesting. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm amazed. I don't know this one. Actually, going back to Xena for just one last, one last second, my favorite villain from Xena, definitely Callisto. Callisto was an excellent, excellent villain. She yeah. definitely wins hands down. she was just a psycho bitch, and she would just kill for the sake of killing, and... Well, the reason why was because her family had been destroyed, and yeah. there was a serious uh, Xena-Hercules crossover where she, um, t- you know, she had, she had eaten some nectar of the gods, so she had become a god, and then she uh, gets Hercules to take her so she could eat apples and become immortal as well. So... Yeah. But she was just... She was insane, but she was always fun to watch. Yeah, the, the actress did a great job. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so, um... Yeah, I know. What I about just... Jack of All Trades? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> sitting right it here. Was, right? It was... It was even worse than watch the Cleopatra 2545. Really? It, it, was, it was a waste of Bruce Campbell's talent. It was such a waste of Bruce Campbell's talent. It was painful to yeah. watch. Now, is, this, is he kind of like a like a, a spy by happenstance? Yeah. No, well, it was... Oh. Oh. And, was it wasn't it like oh. set in like the Middle Ages type thing? No, it was French Revolutionary War. Yeah. I remember this only because there's a part where a character is about is you know being about to be guillotined and she goes, "Vive la France, vive la Resistance," and everybody goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Oops. Joe, open cookies. cookies, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cookie. Um, God. Yeah. I, I, and now, the, and now, is this the last one? The, the the next entry here is this the last entry in the in the Raimi the Raimi version? Uh, I don't think the next one was actually made by Raimi, but it's it's in that same style, same genre. Is this the ones that came out recently? The Adventures of Sinbad? No, no, no. This this came out like mid '90s, so about the same time. Oh, right. as everything else. Yeah. It, it okay, the like, Sinbad I'm thinking about came out uh, uh, like within the last few years. So yeah, yeah this like, must have been different. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're you're thinking about the women be different than men, yo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. Um, this one was, I think it was a Canadian production. I ran for like, I think two seasons. I watched a few of the few episodes of the first season. It wasn't bad. It just, it was, it had the whole Hercules Xena vibe to it, feel yeah. to it. But it was Sinbad. It, well, it was, try, it was trying to capitalize on it. Yeah, 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 Okay, that's probably why it seemed like it was made yeah, it wasn't being Raimi, but it, it was going for that same aesthetic. Yeah, right. ran for a couple of seasons, so, I mean... How bad could it be with no viewership? <laughs> <laughs> if nobody sees it, does it suck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't there's know. a Shia LaBeouf film that's out right now that begs that very question. <laughs> I don't know, ask Michael Bay. <laughs> no, that's Ooh. the problem, though. Everyone has seen his movies. Big Boo. <laughs> including Big the Chinese. Yeah. All right, so let's move up, Mike. Okay. Yeah, we really don't have anything about to say about Adventures of Sinbad. We're yeah, I don't yeah. think any of us actually watch it. Mike, go ahead. No. Um, I know you added this one. You had to have added this one. Everything that's in blue, I added. Yes, I know that. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, the entire Disney afternoon from Gummy Bears to Darkwing Duck. Gummy Bears was Saturday mornings. I watched it. DuckTales. Woo! 
Duckwing Duck, DuckTales, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and all Tailspin. of and Tailspin. They were all they were all a syndicated Disney afternoon. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. They we were on, like on a block, weren't they? There, wasn't yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it was like right. it was like three to five, I yeah. think. Right. Yeah. We don't have five hours to talk about these though. They kind of But they were so they might even garner their own episode. But I can't wait for the new DuckTales oh, yeah, to come yeah. out. With David Tennant. I've just been Scrooge. watching that trailer over and over. It's so cool. <laughs> I'm just impressed with the vocal vocal cast that they got for it. Oh, yeah. David Tennant, I know. Well, like, not only just David well, Tennant, though. Like Bennett. Everybody. Beth Bennett, right. Bennett Bobby Moynihan, Kate McCucci. Um, I, mean, I actually, I actually just started watching some of the uh, Garfunkel and Oates um, videos. Yeah. Oh, Aren't just, they hilarious? <laughs> Go running with chicken. Go running with your big bad self. White people love chicken too. Pregnant women are smug. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Um, the loophole might be the funniest one of them all, though. I don't know. I I, I got a, I got a nice kick out of um, um, it's a scary fucking Christmas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a scary fucking Christmas when you're high. They, no, they had one. This is one of their newer songs, and then we'll get back on the topic. Um, the loophole, the virginity loophole. Oh, fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus. <laughs> You gotta keep your virginity. So. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to duck. Duck house. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, nice jump there. Nice segue. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the bill. Welcome to Geek Salad. Yep. You're dark. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I definitely think that if we ever have a conversation about these, they garner their own episode. Yeah. Even though I was a little too old to be watching them. I you know, I love Darkwing Duck. You know what? I'll even throw Goof Troop in there. I enjoyed Goof Troop enough. <laughs> Mike and I had a raging Twitter argument over 
the merits of you know Max Max's parentage. <laughs> so bad it went to Twitter. So yeah. and you said it's proof that Goofy had sex at least once in his life. Well, actually, Mike Mike will dispute that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, you, I know we don't want to ruin your, your, your pristine image of Goofy there, Mike. But. No. <laughs> I meant the voice actor of both Pete and um, Darkwing Duck, all right? <laughs> no, 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 not, not Pete. PJ. PJ. Yeah. All right. Another show. Let's move, move on now. <laughs> Even though I kind of don't want to. Uh, <laughs> we can go back I, to the I club. Can't, I can't right. want to go back. <laughs> Let's not bring gummy bears into this one, all right? <laughs> all right, another show that got like that, that half season on network, then moved to syndication. Charles in Charge. The new boy in the neighborhood lives downstairs and is understood. He's there just to take good care of me, like he's one of the family. Uh, starring America's new piece of human sewage, oh my God. Scott he Bale. Is, uh, he is garbage. Holy shit. So, so what if I said she died of drugs and she died of cancer? So what? I'm not backing that up. I'm not walking that back. Fuck you. Well, you, well, you know was, what? He did, he did speak at the RNC. Yeah, he was, no, he was well, kind he's, of a bit of a piece of garbage for a while. He's been a douchebag for a few, almost a dec- decade and a half now. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're 45 and you're so single. I wonder why. Maybe it's your personality. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Charles in Charge, which voices upon us yet another Willie Ames uh, pairing. <laughs> Wasn't zapped enough? Zap, yeah, that'd be, that was, after zapped, it's like, come on. Hey, Charles. That was, that was Willie's peak. God. You know the funny thing is, too? The last time I ever heard the name Willie Ames, other than Celebrity Fit Club. <laughs> No kidding. Celebrity Fit Club. Um, was He was doing like these... Like he wasn't these, on Celebrity Rehab. Uh, I don't know. Because before that, he was doing these series of uh, church-funded movies. Oh, God. He was Bible right. Man. You, oh, that's uh, right. He, he went down the path of... Uh, he went the, down the Cameron path, yeah. Kirk the Cameron. Kirk Cameron path. Kirk, yeah. Cameron movie. Wow, another Avatar? No. No. <laughs> This one will also make you question God, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Charles in Charge, again, was just one of these, you know, I'm your living nanny. <laughs> sure you are. Sure you are. Yeah. yeah. It, Nothing's it, going on between it was you. Not, it was not Who's the Boss, that's no. for sure. No, oh, that's the thing. It came out the same year as Who's the Boss. Right. And I, what they did was, when it left the network, they changed the family. Like, he was fired or, or whatever right. for, yeah. you know, insulting their daughter that died of cancer and he accused her of... Uh, <laughs> Having a horrible drug addiction or something like that. Was it still the same house, though? Yes. Yes. He stayed in the house. The family moved away. (laughs) Hi. Yeah. Okay. So I'm running the inspection right now. Windows need a little bit of sealant. Uh, You got to get rid of that wood burning stove. And um, what's with the douchebag? What's with the young Republican over here? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you got a kid. He's 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 squatting here. He's suffering from Alex P. Keaton syndrome, but not nearly as charming. So, so you've got do a, not have sex with him. And Meg Ryan got her start on that show. I just remember that. Did she? I think she was first I season. Remember, I just remember Nicole Eggert got her start. Okay, I think yeah. I think Meg Ryan was first season. Please, somebody look that up. Um, 
I may have so, to. So you've got a uh, got a, a living a living late twenties, early thirties nanny looking after your teenage daughters. Right, exactly. Yeah, nothing wrong with that situation nope. right yep, there. Yep, nothing yep. can go wrong with that. Hey, at least he bucked the um, the typecasting because he could have been cast as Trashy Arcola forever. <laughs> I would have taken that. I would have probably taken that too because honestly, it's a lot better than what he was given afterwards. Well, he would have remained popular in uh, Korea. Yeah, that's true. And it, well, he was also Bob Loblaw, so we have to. Oh, good God, we have to give him that. Bob Loblaw, blog, blog. <laughs> Certainly, we're not here to talk nonsense to Bob Loblaw. Nope. <laughs> that's a low blow, Loblaw. A Bob Loblaw low bomb. Do you find it? I found it on IMDb. I'm not seeing Meg Ryan. All right. I'm actually going to look for Meg Ryan. But Ben uh, Stein was on four episodes. Oh, well then. Yeah, that <laughs> a lot. meeting of the minds. Nope, there's Meg Ryan. She was on two episodes. Two episodes. Okay, yeah. So first season. First network season. Yeah, it was Rue McClanahan. Oh, Jesus. Christina Christ. Applegate. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Whoa. Was God. Two episodes. One of these people still has a career. Because we know it's not Ben Stein. Evolution's a myth. <laughs> um, it's not Ben Stein. It's not Meg Ryan who's retired. Is she really retired? No, she's not retired. She's in that... No, that's Goldie that's Hawn. Goldie I'm Hall. sorry. She's oh, God. Yeah. They're, all, they're all melding together now. Yeah, she's in that Amy Schumer movie. God damn it. All right. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Mike, another one you brought up. Yeah, let me get back to that. There we go. Uh, American Gladiators. I, I love, love this, this show. show. This was yeah. awesome. When it came back for one season with uh, with Hulk Hogan and... Um, oh, that's right. As the, uh, as the host. And, as the, uh, uh, let I mean, me tell you something, brother. This is going to go down, brother. And, These and, dudes uh, over here don't know how to use horse tranquilizer, brother. <laughs> I'm going to show you today, brother. Then I'm going to use the N-word a whole bunch of times, brother. Go ahead. Sorry. Was co-hosting. That was that was great, and I also love the fact that on the uh, the that season they replaced all the mats on the floor with water. I thought that was a genius move. <laughs> so it was like I that think. show that's on ABC every summer with John Henson. Yes, but it was oh, uh, uh, wipeout, wipeout. Yeah, no, I loved I loved American Gladiator. I loved uh, UK Gladiator or British Gladiator, whatever it was, because they know. they had the they had their own version. Yeah. Um, with with their own gladiators, uh, which I know you know like that aired one day. I I got some of my uh, housemates in college era to watch it, and they were like, "This isn't you know it's it's fascinating in a weird and wrong wrong way." But it's like you know this guy's an accountant and he's gonna come and kick some ass. Yeah. You sit there like, "Damn, I need to hit the gym." Like every, <laughs> every contestant on that show was that one dude in your office. That's yeah. Jack. just like he's jacked. For no reason whatsoever, other than one day. You're thinking in the back of your mind, if somebody's going to snap, it's going to be It's going to be this guy here. I'm yeah. going to be nice to him. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can totally see Eric Wilson doing that. Huh? I can totally see no, Eric Wilson. No, 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 because they would just punch him square in the face. They get just, they would draw disqualification, but still. Yeah. But yeah that was he had it coming. Yeah. I never, I, I never seen Nerf guns hurt so much. Oh, my God. You've been through basic training, though. Well, no, I have no. Well, okay, but that, no, that was I mean, a, that was what a, I went at Norwich, it was nothing, <laughs> not basic training. Yeah, but but uh, that show was great fun. Mm. Everyone had a favorite a favorite sport. Which one was it? Oh, favorite God. Game? I know mine. Um, what was the one with the ball, the, the game to the giant balls? I was hesitant to say it, but... Oh, oh the uh, gyrosphere. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just love the whole show, but the one that I'm, I'm picturing right now is the one with the... With the uh, Q-tips. With the Q-tips. Yes. <laughs> where they whack each other on the post and try to knock each other down. Oh, was, and then running the gauntlet, too. The, the, oh, yeah, the, running the gauntlet. The assault. Was the best. The assault. That, that was my favorite, <laughs> the assault. You had to get to the different stations trying to hit the targets. Yep. Yep. Or you could get to the final... Uh, you, or you climbing know, up the mountain, where they're going up the mountain and the gladiators get a uh, start and try to pull them off. Oh, yeah, the, the wall. There was see, a climbing the wall, but there was also a mountain like that was like kind of like Cubert going up the steps. See, that's, oh. see that's, that's the thing. That's the thing that American Ninja Warrior is missing. <laughs> is oh, yeah, having opponents trying. You to need stop an opponent trying to stop you. No, right, no, exactly. no. The, the American Ninja Warrior and, and the original, the original, Ninja the original Warrior, Ninja Warrior are all about building something that is impossible. Like my husband Joe was like, "Let's watch this," and I'm like. They can't even make it past the first obstacle. Why is this fun? This oh, is not American Gladiator the, the, fun. There's one. There's Steve one, Mel's gonna do it. There's one yeah, out in Japan. Um, it was it was called oh, I can't remember. It was like Viking something, and it was so difficult that in the like the I think the ten years that they did it, only four people have ever made it to the final stage. Really? Well, yeah, no one, in no the, one's actually the original Ninja Warrior, that's, only that like is... three people have actually gotten to the top of Mount Toriyama. Yeah, no one yeah. Ever, no actually beat it. I know, I've watched it, all right? So yeah, I, yeah. yeah, no. No like, judgment. So have I. <laughs> you co-host a nerd podcast. There's no judgment here. Well, it was on, on the G4 network, so of course I was going to watch it. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> God rest your ever-loving your ever soul. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, I just no, I, I remember. I watched G four for Sarah Underwood. No, not at all. No, not at all. No, no. Um, I can't remember the woman I was like not watching it at all for, no. but she was on that gaming show, the gaming review show. Yep. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Never watched it for her. Nope. Uh, it's always about Adam Sessler because that yes. guy was funny. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and yep. Yeah, anyway, oh, yeah. and he didn't um, watch it with knit tissues either. No, nope. not at all. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, my my thoughts on American Gladiator were I watched a lot of it in college. And you're right, it's one of those things that you never really, like, you don't turn off the TV afterwards feeling accomplished about anything. Mm. It's just like, well, that was an hour that I... I, that was, I, that I was did, a, there was an hour I shut up and watched something and didn't complain about it once. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Was, that was an hour of empty calories right there. Yes, yeah, exactly. That was fun. And, you know, the funny thing is, usually I'd be, you know, swinging back a beer, smoking three cigarettes, and eating cold pizza while I was watching it. So yeah, empty calories. That was that was one of, that was one of the shows I got. You know, my my roommates would come and you know my housemates would come by and wander by and sort of watch and get sucked in. Yeah, it was yeah. that and Xena. Yeah, they would come in and they'd be like, "What are you watching?" And I, I explained a little bit, and they'd be like. That's weird, and they would never leave the room. Yeah. Eventually, they'd sit down and watch the rest of the hour. <laughs> it was in college to what uh, Deadpool and Casino Royale are now. When I'm just flipping channels, it's just background noise. Oh, I'll park it here. Yep. <laughs> Seen this movie a thousand times. I'll watch it again. Park it here. Plus, well, like whenever Spike TV has Star Wars, Star Wars, yeah. I just well, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm not going anywhere for the next eight. But Joe, you have the versions of the commercials. Shh. Well, yeah, it, on it's TV. also on TN, when when TBS or TNT do the Lord, Lord of the, the Rings, Rings yeah. But we have the entire set. <laughs> See, that's that's. I'm not moving for the next twelve hours. Leave me alone. No, no, but then that is why I buy them. That is why I buy them on DVD. That's the same reason. It's because I'm like, you know, that was me with Fifth Element and uh, (laughs) uh, Lake Placid. 
every time it came on, I watched it. So I was like, I'm just going to buy this so I can watch it without commercials whenever yeah. I see, want. The commercials give you a chance to grab something from the fridge, run to the bathroom. Okay, real quick. so there's there's something called a pause button that lets you do the same thing. So do the commercials. But you then, just go. Now it's good, and then you can come back, and you don't have to wait until you've heard about Geico. You know what? Don't make me regret my life choices, okay? <laughs> see, 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 the commercials are... You're in too far. Yeah, yeah. They're set time, so you know you've got that long to get to the bathroom and back. It was kind of, it's kind of like a game. And you might miss that Sarah McLaughlin commercial, too, while you're at it. <laughs> All right. Next up on this list, Mike, what you, what you got here? Highlander the series. There can Colin be, McLeod. There Matt can Connor. be only one. There's a, there's a Duncan. Duncan. Out uh, of Dun- eight seasons. He is immortal. Born in the highlands of Scotland 400 years ago, he is not alone. There are others like him, some good, some evil. For centuries he has battled the forces of darkness, with holy ground his only refuge. He cannot die unless you take his head and with it his power. In the end, there can be only one. He is Duncan McLeod, the Highlander. I didn't really watch this show, but he's I, such a better actor. I enjoyed it. I <laughs> loved this show. I, I really this loved show the Highlander series. I just... Well, part of it was, first of all, is that I enjoyed the first Highlander movie. I wasn't like, you know... I, I, I saw this show as a palate cleanser to Highlander too. Well, there's that. I just, you know, part of it was it's just the entire concept was ruined once they started putting out more. Well, once you find out that Duncan is his cousin, it's like, well, okay. But... God. Parallel universe, whatever. A lot better after, though. Mm-hmm. Well, he did, they did have uh, Connor come on a couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah he, was, uh, no, was it, he was on the pilot. And I think he might have showed up for one other episode somewhere around. I think towards the end they, they have. If you ever watch the Highlander movie again, you will notice that Christopher Lambert gets his butt kicked until he gets wet. It rains, or they dump water on him somehow, and <laughs> then, then he, he kicks wins ass. the fight every time. Well, because they want the lightning to you know channel through something. Exactly. That's kind of like every time that you know someone would knock, um, you know, David Banner behind like a uh, like a bar or a table or something but like that, that. that. and, and then he would turn that into was, the whole. You know, another thing. Show. A thing about the show that I've always noticed. Well, the first few seasons. Supposedly took place in the U.S., but it was you could obviously tell it was Canada. Yeah. Oh, it was U.S. by way of uh, Rumble in the Bronx, right? Yeah. Actually, the, they, the visible mountainside in New in New York. It was a kind of passing between New York slash Canada and Paris. Well, no, this, no the later had, seasons were in Paris. The later yeah. seasons were in Paris, but the first few seasons were quote unquote New York by way of Edmonton, Vancouver, yeah. uh, Vancouver. All, Van- yeah, all Vancouver. It's like it's all Vancouver. <laughs> The thing I liked so much about the show, though, was it it it, it greatly expanded the the mythology, mythology. the yeah. Highlander mythology. It brought in the, the Watchers, and you got a more sense of what the rules were, like what the whole the rules for the Holy Grounds were. And yeah, everything so else. they stole some ideas from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This was before Buffy. Before Buffy. Okay, then. That's true. So it was before Buffy. Not before so Buffy movie. took ideas from. Uh, <laughs> But not, yeah, it wasn't before the Buffy movie, though. Well, in that case, it was not before Watchers. Right. Anyway, the um, has there been any talk of rebooting the Highlander yes. series at all? There has. Oh yeah, the series or the movie? No, the movie. No, the movie. The 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 yes. No. no one's bringing this. I like to see the series as a like a, maybe an animated, like 
an anime or something. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Sad thing is, they actually did an animated Highlander series. Yes, I remember that. It came out around the same week that they had the Siegfried and Roy animated it, it movie. It was a Saturday morning thing, and oh. it had nothing to do. It, it, it took place in space, oh, and they were like that. portals from planet to planet. I, I, I that's. I, I'm going to guess nobody lost their head. Nah, yeah. nah. Then nobody wins. Nobody gets the final prize. Nope. Yeah. The prize, the ability to die. Yeah. <laughs> and I guarantee it didn't have the Queen soundtrack either. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah, the opening song. The opening oh, the, the TV show, yeah. Oh, oh, the, oh, oh the cartoon. Right. The cartoon, no, cartoon. No, the TV no. show had, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had Queen. I'm talking about the cartoon. Yeah. All right. What is Mutant X? Uh, Mutant X was a... It ran for like three seasons, I think. Um, I've only seen... I only watched like the first few episodes, but it was. It start, that's not me opening up the cookies, okay? So. No, that's just me opening up a book while Mike talks about Mutant next. It starred John Shay, um, and are oh, you opening up the cookies too, huh? Hold on, yeah, okay, gotta, right. gotta do it like a band aid. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I got so much. I got so much arm hair on that cookie thing. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Okay, continue, but, Mike. Yeah, no, Mutant X was, uh, it was pretty much just a, a team of people with superpowers. And they were sued by Marvel on more than one occasion. I bet. And, and but first they were sued by Marvel and Fox. And then the show struck a deal with Marvel. And so Sox, Fox sued the show and Marvel. And that was just bouncing around, and, and eventually the show was just canceled after the third season on a cliffhanger. So. so essentially, anybody who's wondering why Wolverine will never be a member of the Avengers, Mutant X. <laughs> Your Honor, I give you Exhibit X. Mutant X. It had some fun moments. It had one guy that could shoot electricity, one guy, um, one girl that was like an empath, and yet another girl that was like half cat. So she had, you know, instincts and... Weird eyes. New X-Men. Yes. The new mutants. New mutants, yes. It was fun. Alright. Um. Okay. Go ahead. I understand this actually technically is syndicated. Yes, it is. I'll, I'll let, you know what? Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll go let, ahead. Re- this is, this is Resident Muppet Lady. This is Catherine's uh, territory. Yeah, uh, turns out the Muppet Show is syndicated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just a minute, please. I have been a successful comedian half of my life. How come we got this half? (laughs) Look, did you come in here to be entertained or not? That's right. What's right? We came in here to be entertained, and we're not. (laughs) Oh, yeah? I'd like to see you come down here and be funny. You first! I thought it was network TV. This was a 7 p.m. I think this was a 7 p.m. Yeah. Um. Thing that would just show up on whatever network bought it. Yep. Yep. And uh, like, um, like Muppet, the Muppet Show Tonight. Uh, Muppets, Muppets Tonight. That was that was um, that was ABC. Network. Yeah. But the Muppet Show was was actually made in England and then sold under, by uh, by uh, Lord Grade. Yeah. Um. Who was portrayed as Lou Lord by Raymond Burr in the movie. <laughs> um. Uh, and it was uh, ITC. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, it was just Yeah, I mean, really, we, again, we could spend five hours talking about The Muppet Show yeah. and all of its... And, yeah, yeah, The Muppets deserves its own oh, yeah. full episode. Which we kind of did before you came onto the show. Well, we'll have to do it <laughs> we'll again. We'll have to read, re, yeah, re, you know, read go back. Correctly. 
All right, as long as we can continue talking about Roosevelt Franklin and the inherent racism that is the purple-slash-black Muppet. Come on, Roosevelt Franklin was made for for Arrested Development. Roosevelt Franklin is my name! All right, and then finally, Mike. Yeah, Earth Final Conflicts. And remember this one, I but I, I know the title. <laughs> this one got a big deal because it was made from um, like just some some writings that and yeah. ideas that Gene Roddenberry had written out before right. he died. Oh, oh. Explain why Rachel Barrett was in it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, Earth is it's visited by it, it's basically V. Yeah. Earth gets visited by aliens that say, "Oh, we're going to help you. We're going to do all this." Yeah, no, they're actually evil. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> now, was, wasn't Sequest? No, 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 that was NBC. Oh, that was NBC. That was 7 o'clock Sundays. You're, you're assuming it was a, a syndicated show because Ted I mean, there's, Bailey was... There's a, a couple nice. of... There's, like, Tech. Yeah. Was a syndicated show. Oh, Tech Wars. Tech Wars, the... Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember watching those. War of the Worlds. Yeah. I remember watching that one. Oh, that one. I remember that one. That one was also oh, good. That one also started. Oh, okay. I just remember um, being dog shit. I just like lost interest I, I, immediately I, I, like, watching oh, it. Oh, what, what was it? the guy who played Duncan? Oh, I know uh, what you're talking about. Uh, Paul Adrian. Yes. Yeah. Adrian Paul. Adrian Paul. Yeah. Oh. He because he was in War of the Worlds yeah. as well. God, I thought you were talking about uh, Duncan Idaho from uh, Dune. No. Richard Jordan. <laughs> Jesus. No, only you know that. Though. Yes, exactly. Nerd. I only know that. <laughs> Nerd! Nerd! Okay, you guys get any others before we hit the social media? Which isn't a lot. I, I will actually give a lot of people a lot of credit. Thank you for actually contributing. Yay! Oh, I I, I, pull, I had pulled up a whole list of... If you go on Wikipedia and like look up a like, list of, fir- of uh, first-run syndication shows... And it comes up with a good, good list, long yeah. list. Okay, so... Or all is right. it just a long list, not necessarily good? Yeah, exactly. It, it has ups and, ups and downs. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> you know what? The only thing is, though, you don't really see a lot of syndicated shows now. Primarily, I think, because there are so many... There's so like, many, yeah. so many yeah. networks. It's like... You yeah, can, it's like you, you can sell it to something. Yeah. Well, well, the, Depending on, you know, what... What you want. The problem is you have so many networks, but you also have that flip side of reality shows are so much easier. Cheaper to make, yep. You know, unless you want to invest, unless you're like a sci-fi channel or a TBS or, you know, that you want to invest the money into it. I mean, you know, are there any really, like, really good shows beyond what you see on HBO or... Um, I mean, with, I mean, with like, History I, Channel. Now, History but Channel no, but I mean, gone... like, syndicated episodic TV shows. Like, Diane right now has gotten into, like, The Magicians. Okay. Which is okay. <clears throat> I've heard some th- good things. Yeah, I mean, it, you know. I could see... American Gods is coming out on Stars. But that's... Yeah, right, I'm, but that's Stars. But, but, you know, but... Yeah, Stars. But if you look at, like, the... the just, the, the like, the lower-tier cable... I mean, History Channel is nothing but reality, right. but... I could easily see if the History Channel didn't exist, Vikings in a lower budget form could have been a syndicated you know, show. I don't think a network would have handled right that. Right now, right now, the only two epi- networks that really do like any sort of like episodic TV shows are Sci-Fi, yeah, and TV the Turner the Turner family TNT TNT TBS. I mean, like Sci-Fi had some 
good C- show. CW? C- I don't know. Well, CW I consider a network, major network. Yeah, major network. but they, they essentially would have been the home of all those syndicated shows. Every single show right. on CW, conceivably, if CW didn't exist, yes, right. Every and I'm including Arrow and The Flash in yeah. that, they yeah. easily could have gone just to any... They, they could have gone on Channel 38. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, they... they don't seem like they're like first run syndication type movie type shows because they actually have a decent budget. Right. Well, CW is a partnership between CBS and Warner Brothers. Right. Yeah. Right. So but gonna... the but even still though, I think with the TV budget, their their budget is lower than a standard network has. Correct. Right. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that's why I can I can, I can say shows like those, like Supernatural, easily, like Supernatural is on at the gym every morning. And right, it but now, fits. now it's it looks like it fits that way. Though. But you know, it, it's funny. It was, Superna- it's been on. It was on the WB before uh, it merged. It's, it's so WB. funny. Well, it's funny. You speak of Super, Supernatural has been on so long. It's on its twelfth season now. That now it's actually getting it's got its own syndication run on TBS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been, you know, it's it, it runs for like three bit. hours in the morning on TBS. Oh God! Doesn't that show have to like run for like a hundred episodes before it? Can yes, be that's, yeah, the they, new, that's the rule. They've hit two hundred. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, that's how we got Robotech instead of Macross. <laughs> so, uh, some of yeah. some of this, the uh, social media feedback that we got, uh, Chris brought up. You can't do that on television. Sure, it was a cheesy kid show, but I love watching it growing up. Um, you brought up as Canadian import. It technically it's a import, it is it is a Canadian, but import. It, it did define Nickelodeon it, it, to the nth degree. I mean, to the point, where, to the point right to the point where Nickelodeon appropriated like the slime. Right, exactly. Yeah. That became the defining feature. Of if you look at their logo, yeah, you, it's a green splat, slime it's a shampoo. Slime splat. Yeah, turns you green, gets you clean, won't turn you green. Right. Now you can get slimed in your own shower. <laughs> that did not sound good. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. <laughs> Splash. Splash. What did they get with water? When did they get hit with water? Oh, what are you talking about? If it, they said the word water at all, yeah. they would yeah. get splashed with water. Um, and Mirna brought up Mr. Belvedere, because uh, who doesn't want a smarmy British man as their servant and nanny? Sorry, Mirna, that was an ABC original. Um, ba, 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 da, but I am, da. but I am one of those guys though that will say I will never turn down a good Leon Redbone theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what he was thinking. <laughs> I most I only remember like the first episode. I just remember Bob Euchre was a loving dad, and I just like watching that. Like this is the furthest I can like dispel reality right now. <laughs> I don't know anything about this man's personal life, but I I know that he's probably a lousy dad. <laughs> he's a douche, especially after you watch Major League. Yes, well. Well, you know, I wonder if he's a better better uh, father or a better sports announcer. Well, he, he's definitely better that he's, he's better at either of those than he was a baseball player. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's the thing is that, you he know. He didn't make his name on the diet. Here's, here's this guy. The biggest star we have is a guy who made his name doing light beer commercials. Oh, that's right. He did yeah, he was those. I'm going to be down the front row. Must be in the front row. Yeah, Bob, you know, the only thing I really ever remember Bob Buecher from is uh, Major League. Yeah. Just a little bit outside. He's, he's still alive, isn't he? Yes. Oh, my God. I know Mr. Belvedere isn't, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um... All right, anybody get any feedback at all? I didn't know. Nope. No. I knew this was going to be a short show. Anyway, um, now let's talk about some of the shows that we kind of, thanks to syndication, 
even though they were first run at some point or another, grew to love, especially in our formative years. Soap. So yes, I loved soap. I thought that was just. Oh, it was man. so out there. Soap was one of those. It was like the first, like, um, I don't want to use the term sophisticated, but more, one of the more mature, mature comedies. Yes, that I enjoyed. Especially, especially, you know, I mean, with the benefit of hindsight, when you look back on it, because at the time you don't you you watch it, you really don't know better. But with the benefit of hindsight, you look and you think, oh my god, this show is really out. Was really pushing the boundaries in the end. Yeah. You know, especially when you compare it to its contemporaries, it's like, oh, okay. Well, just, I mean, the show what, premiered in, like, what, 78? Yeah. 77, 78. It, unbelievably progressive for its time. Yeah. Especially because Billy Crystal refused to do the gay shtick. Right. He was the, he was the first full-time gay character on a television show, and he's just like, I'm just going gonna, gonna to play him like me. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be a person. Yes. Weird. Uh, for me, it wasn't soap as much it was as it was Benson. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And that is the weirdest thing. Soap is a spoof of soap operas, and it it spun yeah. off into the show that actually became a straight, straight TV sitcom. show. Straight sitcom. Yeah. yeah. Robert Keown. I, I, uh, I think I watched Benson when it was original run. I did, too. That's when I don't remember from the syndicated run. You may have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah for yeah, me, it was definitely better. the benefit of the five, you know, the, the four or five year difference between you know us. Um, <laughs> young, um, um, actually, uh, Webster was that one syndicated? syndicated? Uh, no, that was ABC. Yeah, but it did have a syndicated. It, one. It, it, of course, it did. Oh god, that fucking show. Yeah, Daniel Lewis. Oh Jesus. Okay, we're gonna cash in somehow on the whole different strokes thing. Yeah. See, <laughs> so, yeah, the other one I remember when when I was. Really young when I first moved to the to the continent to the mainland was All in the Family because that was my grandfather's favorite show. Yeah, of course. Oh man! Why? Because he enjoyed uh, biting the social commentary. It was a huge racist. My dad loved that show. I love my grampy, but (laughs) (laughs) he's really sticking it to the non-whites. I love my grampy, but sometimes (laughs) I wonder how he let my dad marry my mom. Um, you know, for me, I mean, we, we gotta start out with like Happy Days. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched a network, a network release of, of Happy Days ever. Yeah, I, I watched Happy Days. I didn't. I don't remember enjoying Happy Days, but I remember yeah, watching that, Happy Days. The the only time I saw Happy Days was because I was allowed to stay up a little later than my brother, yeah, my younger brother, and my stepfather was watching it, and I'm seven. I didn't get it and wasn't interested. It's like it's like if you're it was, seven, it was first run. It's like if I you're think. trying to watch Mash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mash, yeah. Mash, I watched in syndication. Mash, I watched. with. I watched it in syndication. It's not and it's not that funny though. It's it's more of a drama than it's, it's a original. dramedy with a laugh track. <laughs> yeah. The later episodes. Well, there was there was some there were some light moments, but then they remind you we're in a war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it turns out uh, that that our captain that you've grown to love over the past three years, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, let's move on. Well, like, no, but it wasn't. Let's move it on. It was yeah. that was a dark ending. Yeah, it oh, was yeah. really they were they were really serious about you know making a point yeah. that war isn't funny. But they, you know, it's it was a it was a character comedy. It's not slapstick, ha ha, joke, right. situ- you know, it was situational. It was 
person clashes of personality and them having to deal with each other and get along. And so that was where the comedy comes from. I never which, got it. Yeah, yeah, which it doesn't appeal to men as much, which is why you don't get well, it. Well, it's also, you know, depending how old you were when you watched it, too. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure if it was first run now, I'd probably be glued to it. You yeah. Know, but I, I, I caught it in syndication when I was in my late 20s, early 30s. Okay. So it was see, fine. I could, I, I could see it now being kind of like a version of ER. Kind of. Like ER sitting With there. a laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the most disconcerting thing about that show is its laugh track. Yep. Though, they, you know, well, the episode they did without the laugh track, they did one episode without Was that the episode where they, 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 like, they had, like, legitimately a half hour to save this kid's life? Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. yeah. I remember that one. They had a clock in the uh, corner. It's a brilliant episode. Yeah. I think the one that sucked me in was the one where the camera is, the camera is the character through the whole episode. Right, yeah, the, right. What do you, you, you get? The, you're you're the patient. You got you're, the you're the patient for the whole episode. That one, that was right. the one that really sold me on it. Huh. But getting back to Happy Days real quick. <laughs> what drove me nuts about Happy Days was that, like Channel Fifty Six, which is would you show these, would show them out of order, and when right. you move from first season to second season, um. You lose a brother. You lose a brother without any. The, the house changes and you lose a brother. It's like it's like um, moving from the first episode of the Brady Bunch to every other episode of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Where's Bobby? The, no, the entire house changed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or are you talking about cousin Oliver? Huh? Cousin Oliver. Cousin well, no, cousin Oliver was later on. No, but with Happy Days, the entire house was a different yeah. house. The entire layout, everything was different. Everything was different. The film stock was... They, they shot it on film. It was darker. Mm. And not like in tone, just in, in film. In great, like his great <laughs> and stuff like that. That begat Laverne and Shirley, which we, uh, again, watched... I, yeah. I don't know what I saw in this other than that it, was, it followed Happy Days and I was too lazy to change the channel. I did, however, get to do uh, share the stage with the great Eddie Mecca. Oh, I remember. I went to that show. Yes, you did. Oh, God. We still tell stories about how horrible that fucking show was. <laughs> For me, I, I never got into Laverne and Shirley as much as I got into one of the other spinoffs of Happy Days. Work and Mindy. Work and Mindy. I love I love Work and Mindy. That was a weird one, too. Well, especially yeah, the, latter, one. the latter episodes in syndication that they just refused to air because they were so fucking dark. Mm. Half of the last season was revolving around this other alien that was trying to kill Mork. I oh yeah, I remember. I remember the one thing that stands out from Mork and Mindy. It's the first show I remember watching on TV that actually made me cry. Oh really? It was the episode where he kind of reverts back to childhood. He's a little child. Oh, and Mindy had to go, go went out on a date. You know, all you see is just Mork. And he's, it's towards the end, he's getting, he's kind of regressing back to being himself. You just see him out the window, he's got, like, he's crying, waving by to Mindy. Oh. I'm like, oh my god, why am I crying? I just remember, um, they, when they brought in, uh, Jonathan Winters as their oh, son. Oh, their son, son, yeah. Yeah. Came out of a big, giant egg. And they age backwards, so that's, that's, that's odd. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, um... My favorite out of all the, uh, the every show we're going to talk about here. Welcome back, Cotter. Epstein, huh? <laughs> Juan Luis Pedro Filippo de Huevos Epstein from San Juan. Your mother's Puerto Rican. No, my father. My mother's name is Bibberman. 
This this was part of the the Channel Fifty Six afternoon block. This was the power. They, they had a four hour, a two hour block. It was Happy Days, Laverne Shirley, Welcome Back, Carter, and, and Taxi. Taxi. Yes, I loved Welcome I love Back, it. Carter. I have no reason to love Welcome Back, Carter. Now I haven't gone back to watch any of it. I'm sure the jokes are terrible. But I remember, I remember, I would make an effort to actually watch it in the yeah. afternoons. That, this was the one. This I could miss the other three. I had Ta- to watch. And ta- Welcome no, Back, and I had to watch Taxi. Taxi because Taxi was brilliant. Taxi was more brilliant at, for me as an adult than it was as a kid. I kind of like, oh, this is kind of funny. Well, ta- Taxi is funny, but only when you've got scenes with uh, Christopher Lloyd in there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the driving test. <laughs> Have you ever experienced loss of consciousness, hallucinations, dizzy spells, convulsive disorders, fainting, or periods of loss of memory? Well, hasn't everyone? <laughs> but no. <laughs> um... Mental illness or narcotic addiction? Now that's a tough choice. <laughs> no. Okay, th- that's it. You ready for the test? I thought this was a test. The driving test may be hands down the funniest episode ever of Taxi. What's the yellow light mean? Slow down. What? Does the <laughs> Slow down. What? <laughs> Eyes. Two. Air. Yes. <laughs> it's like another show that I loved in syndication was Mary Tyler Moore. The Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh-huh. The Funeral of Chuckles the oh, Clown. That, that, that's a classic. Hands one. down one of the funniest scenes in all of television history. He was he was crushed to death because he was dressed up as a giant peanut and an elephant just crushed him to death. Chuckles the Clown is dead. It was a freak accident. He went to the parade dressed as Peter Peanut. <laughs> and a rogue elephant tried to shell him. And they're talking about him. They're eulogizing him, and they can't stop. <laughs> they can't stop but laugh because it's such a ridiculous. But then thing. at the very final scene, everyone's dead serious, and that's when Mary <laughs> just cracks him. She cannot hold it in anymore. I love that show. Uh, One I didn't care for all that much. Anyone get any thoughts on Three's Company? Wait a minute. You mean you'd undress in front of strangers, but not in front of moi? Right. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. Of course it does. If they see me nude, it doesn't matter because I don't know them and they don't know me and I don't know who's seeing me and they don't know who they're seeing. But I know you and you know me and I know who you'll be seeing and you know who you'll be seeing and both of them are me. I like that show. Okay. It might have been because... I liked it in its first... The first iteration? The first iteration. The the original th- threesome. Okay. Right, the original three roommates. The original three roommates. Right. Before Suzanne Summers. Yeah, I oh, like I like the show. I remember watching it like religiously. We watched it all the time. What I remember best though, that was the show where I learned to separate an egg. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I he think, was a chef. That's he right. was a chef, chef, and he teaches somebody how to separate an egg. I still do it the same way. Oh. I learned from Three's Company. What do you do? You do the egg, you do the eggshells back and forth, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You crack the egg, 
you pour the white out and you just toss the yolk back and forth until all you have left is yolk is, in the eggshell and then yeah. you, throw, you throw it away. Yeah, before you, Suzanne Summers, before Chris, uh, before because uh, there was three blondes. Yeah, Paula Prentice. Who's the first? The first one, the nurse. She, she played the nurse. I don't remember. I just honestly can't. No, it's been so long. Did I any remember. of you guys have? Because I know a lot of people my own age. Their parents forbid them from watching Three's Company. My mom didn't care. Well, I mean, you know, I was a latchkey kid. I, I was a, yeah, a latchkey kid, so I can watch. What the fuck is it with you? Did right. you murder anybody today? No, no. good. Enjoy. Didn't burn the house down. All right, you're fine. Yeah, I think I think that was one of the shows. Maybe we were forbidden from watching, but mom wasn't home, so we. I was and, 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 like. Yeah, there were there were shows that my our, our neighbor girl whenever her mother grounded her from TV she would come over and be like hi I'm your friend again and see my, mo- my mom like, let's watch the show my mom never really kind of forbid me from watching anything and my dad yeah you know, gotcha. I went I went to a dad pad so yeah <laughs> didn't give a shit let me see here first it was Susan Summers as Chrissy yeah as Chrissy Snow oh. then it was because I hated her yeah then uh, then she left. And then it hey, was... but she continued her career when she's the sheriff. <laughs> Surprised you didn't mention that one. Actually, that, that was syndicated right there. Yeah. And it was Cindy Snow, played by Jenny Lee Harrison. And then yeah, she Yeah, I still remember a parade of blondes. And then it was Terry Alden, portrayed by Priscilla Barnes. Oh, Priscilla Barnes, okay. But the thing is, John Ritter is such a good comedic actor. He was. He I was. mean, he, he was capable of... Physical comedy, which this show had a lot of. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember John Ritter doing a lot of slapstick on this. On, yeah, on he did a lot of slapstick, and he turned out to be not a bad actor too. Right. No. He was great on Buffy. <laughs> oh yeah. Dad. I just remember. Oh, uh, he was creepy in that one. Wasn't he great? Oh wow. I just remember, yeah. I just remember the movie he did, uh, Skin Deep. Yeah. Oh God. I remember him from comedy that glows in the dark. Yep. I remember him from Wings. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He was the ex-husband of um, of uh, Amy Asbeck's yep. character. Which is funny because he she was he was married to Amy yeah. Asbeck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember watching Skin Deep. High school. Yeah. Uh, watching it with the girl I was dating at the time, and I think her mother was sitting in with us. <laughs> <laughs> excuse myself now. <laughs> I'll call you later. Yeah. Well, this is completely inappropriate in all levels. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, what else do we have here? Alright, who put the Dukes at Hazard? Because I watched this that one first run. I watched this one first run. I did not watch this first run. I watched, I watched, I watched the first run. I didn't watch I, it on I, syndication. I watched it on afternoons. This was definitely forbidden. Absolutely. Really? This really? One, this one was definitely the forbidden show that we were Why? not. My mother. I don't know. My mother said we can't watch that. The so. South will rise again, Joe. Come on. Yeah, my, my parents had no problem with me watching this one on Moonshine TV. running and car chasing. Lawlessness and. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and Daisy Duke shorts and. Yeah. And Sheriff Roscoe. Pete Coltrane. And his. And, 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 the and his functionally retarded uh, partner, Enos. Who got his own spinoff. He did get a spinoff, that half-season spinoff. <laughs> yeah. which, which coincided, by the way, with the non-Bowen Luke season. Oh, oh God. Where was the co- yeah. their cousins? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, blonde yeah. and the brunette, not, you know, not them. Not them. Not the Dukes. 
Well, John Schneider went on to be uh, uh, Jonathan Kent. Jonathan yeah. Kent on Smallville, and the guy that played the other Duke, Tom Lopat, showed up on the show. I remember on Smallville, yeah, and they did. did it. They did a scene where they're racing around the street, city, street roads of Kansas, and they do a jump over for no good reason yeah. except to be like, "Yes, they were both on Dukes of Yeah, Tom, Tom Wolpat <laughs> is considered to be one of the worst interviews that the Stuck in the Eighties podcast ever had because. He just did not want to fucking talk about the Dukes of Hazard anymore. Oh, man. Well, that's because, I mean, his career stalled. Well, he actually ended up having a very rich Broadway career afterwards. You know, doing, right. like, con- you know, country fried... Um, Grand Ole Opry. Like, uh, the, you know, um, Little Rogers Follies. Well, yeah, and... I mean, but, but, you, but you look at the career trajectory of John Schneider mm-hmm. versus Tom Wolpat. Yeah. Josh Schneider was still... He's known for stuff beyond Dukes of Both of them tried to have singing careers, too, by the way. I remember the bull showing up at Solid <laughs> Like you said, he, yeah. did, he did Smallville. He's now on um, on this TV show, on this soap opera. This, this uh, Who on. does Medea? The Medea. Tyler Perry? He's on, a, like, a Tyler Perry he's soap opera. He's the token opera. white guy in the yes. Tyler Perry thing? Oh, yes, God. Yes. All right. And then Star Trek, the original series. Yeah, we were all far too yeah, yeah. too young for this oh, one, yeah. but... Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you. Far too not born. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was not around. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, original series didn't run that long. If, if you were alive, you were in diapers, Andy. Uh, I was not. No, I was not. At all. No. It only ran for 66, 67, 68? Yeah. Yeah. Three so seasons, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you weren't there either. They were, they were caught two years shy in their uh, five-year mission. <laughs> um... <laughs> I remember, well, this one, I remember, my the only time I really ever watched this was at my grandmother's house before she would watch her stories. Her stories. <laughs> All right? And, you know, we're just kind of sitting there watching it, and just, you know, and I, I very clearly remember the, 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 the episode I remember watching the most was the one with um, Kirk and the Gorn. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, the most famous episode ever. And my grandmother's just kind of seeing this old racist southern lady, just like, what is this bullshit? Hold on, let, let me guess. I, you both had to fight over the remote and they were in the in the background you could hear... No, no. They had one of those TVs that had like the color wheel that you had to oh, match up yeah, with the thing, yeah. so... Yeah, no, there was no remote going on there. It was essentially pliers. I watched... The animated series before I watched the ori- the uh, actual live action. Yeah. I think I did too. Actually. I, did, I remember. I, didn't watch the I remember because I when I was living in Puerto I was living in Puerto Rico at the time and it was on every Saturday at like three o'clock was the t- the cartoon show, the Woo-hoo! Star Trek and I'd watch that and I didn't watch the actual f- the actual TV show until I moved to the states. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch the cartoon until it was on Nickelodeon I think, but I did. Uh, the reason I started hunting down Star Trek was not after my traumatic experience with Wrath of Khan as a young child, <laughs> but it was when my mother took us to see Star Trek for the Voyage <coughs> Home in theaters. That's a good one. That's the we good one. Went with my me, me, my mom, and my brother went to uh, the Acton Theater, and we're sitting there waiting. And then this group of like five or six, what looked like adults, they could have been you know teenagers, college students, full grown adults. I have no idea. They all walked in together. Like we do nowadays, yeah. And sat down, and uh, my mother goes, "Those are Trekkies," and we're like, "Well, what's a Trekkie?" And she explains, "Star Trek fans know what Tribbles are. Trekkies know how many there were: <laughs> one million seven hundred seventy-one thousand five hundred sixty-one." Cool. I watched a lot of syndicated. <laughs> I 
my mom told me that, and I'm like, this is now my mission. And it didn't take me five years. It just took a lot of watching it in syndication until I got to the triple episode. Okay. <laughs> because they didn't, in, in syndication, they didn't run it in order. No. They never ran it. They, they ran in whatever order they no, wanted. Yeah, exactly. And they saved the triple episode. That, that, was, that was precious. That was like Lost in Space. Oh, oh my because God. they didn't run those in order, and those started in black and white. Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, you know, you Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? Yeah. Is my TV broken? Well, with Lost in Space, I'm almost like, did they go to another planet where now it's color? <laughs> or Land of the Giants. Oh, there's another one. Land of the Giants. Oh, God. Or Land of the Lost. Land oh, of the Lost. Oh, original, yes. original Land of the Lost where the, the, the space yeah. stacks were scary. Mar- right, Mar- exactly. Mar- not, the, not, not, the, not the second season where the dad abandons his children. No, no, no. Not, not, the, not, the, not the reboot of Land of the Lost where the space stacks were cartoony puppets. Dudes in rubber suits. <laughs> well, the, the sleeve stacks were originally dudes in rubber suits, but they were um, Los Angeles basketball, uh, university basketball players. So they were, <laughs> so they were tall, tall and skinny, skinny, skinny. Going back to Star Trek, though, the, the one episode that I remember seeing the most, um, I, I just know there was like, there's Spock was like on his planet, and he got hit by like a radiation burst, and it made him kind of blind. Oh God! And then like recovered it because his Vulcan physiology. Yeah, we saw one one time. This is back when you know my my copper blooded freak. <laughs> my my old roommate Nate and I were we're just sitting there. It was like Sci Fi Channel was running the originals. You remember Nate? Oh yeah, I remember Nate. Nate. Was awesome. Actually, I think the Sci Fi Channel was re- running the originals unedited, like with that extra footage that was always cut out. That was always yeah. cut out. Yeah, like you know. Kirk kissing Uhura, <laughs> or or the, uh, from the, one of the most famous episodes ever, the uh, uh, doorway to the edge of tomorrow. Uh, the oh yeah, the, the one where they go into like the forties and yeah. Kirk, oh. Kirk falls in love with a woman. Oh no, yeah. wait, that's every episode. Yeah, that's every episode. <laughs> no, but... What is it with you anyway? One of the best lines from Star Trek Six. <laughs> but in in that in that episode, like in the syndicated one, they just like they, they you you hear someone talking about how. Like McCoy got, went insane and ran through this portal, and the and the actual part that they cut out, you see that he accidentally hit himself with like a with an injector. Yeah, oh. injected him with some kind of like medicine that totally made him go nuts, and he being dead to the plan yeah. ran through this portal. Yeah, uh, Nate and I had watched one where I don't remember exactly what was going on in the episode. All I know is that like. They're, you know, on this planet, and, like, this, the emperor of the planet's like, Spock, you are a horse! And Leonard Nimoy just decides to do a full-out acting exercise. (laughs) (laughs) And Nate and I are watching this, and I'm like, I'm gonna go get a beer, buddy. You want one? Because this is just too good. And he's just like, we're just like, we barely keep it in our mouths while we're, like, sipping beer, like... (laughs) What about the one where they had to relive the OK Corral? Oh, God! And for a while, they thought that they were really there, so they were afraid of changing history. And then they were like, wait a minute, this happened. That didn't happen in real history, which means we can do anything we want. Get the rain guns. <laughs> Spock, I'll be back in 12 hours. Bring the penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> I had an idea for like a, a, a short movie that I was going to make. And it was going to be set you know, like in the future, and there was going to be space... And I was going to have, a, you know, an empty set with a few potted plants. And it's like, hmm, this is an M-class planet. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go spread my prom directive. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I guess this is this is official that we definitely have to redo a Star Trek episode. I think so. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. Well, you guys got any other shows you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Uh, I'm good. All right. Cool, cool. So anyway, our next show. Oh, boy. We've been waiting for this one. I know Joe's already excited. I'm about excited. This. I'm I excited. Wait. Actually, I have expected, Joe, that you thought we were doing this tonight. <laughs> it was I, I, I know, but... All right, so... Coming up is the 40th uh, anniversary of Star Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Woo! So, we are going to give you guys really what you probably never asked for, but we're going to give it to you anyway. Tough shit. Our, You're going to enjoy it. Our riff slash commentary. Commentary on, track. On uh, Star Trek Episode Four: A New Hope. Hey, hey, hey. Star Wars! Star Wars. A New Hope. You know what? I did that on the last Star Wars show, too. I'm an idiot. Yes. Sorry, yes. Yeah, I am. You know what, Mike? Take his book back. <laughs> you, know, you know what that calls for? So anyway, we there will be no suggestions. There will be no... We are writing our own jokes for this one. Yep. It's gonna be, it is going to be a riff. It's going to be a commentary. We're going to talk about some of our thoughts on some of the stuff on there. It will be for the Blu-ray Special Edition. Okay. So when I was going to ask about that. Yeah, when you line it up, it will be for that one, which honestly, it's the same as the. It really time wise is the same thing as the is the standard special edition. Yeah, I have but, the original one though. Me too. Yeah, so do I. But you know what? Most people don't. We have to. We have to do with what they're going to use. Oh shame. Yes, shame. I know. But this means shame. more. It just means more material. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we hope you enjoy that one as well. But in the meantime, if you have any uh, episode suggestions, any comments, anything you want to talk about. Uh, you can email us at geeksaladradio at gmail.com. You can follow our Facebook page, which is Geek Salad Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio. You can also check out our archive at the iTunes Store, on the Stitcher app, and at uh, geeksalad.podbean.com. Yes, Mike? Well, since we're running a little short, do you want, do you want to do a, a, tra- a uh, trailer park on The Last Jedi? Why the fuck not? Yes! All right. <laughs> so, remember all that stuff that I said, because I'm going to say it again in a little bit, oh, too. I'll see if I can cut All right, yeah, whatever, whatever. All right, so, yes. Let's talk about the trailer for The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I might have seen it live, yeah. so... Uh, okay, yes. Mr. Celebration. Yeah, you saw it about an hour and a half before we did. Yeah. <laughs> no, he saw it at the exact same time we did. Yeah, yeah pretty probably, much. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, it's... It's teaser for Star Wars. They're it's, not giving away anything. This, that is, they did the exact same thing that they did with the Force Awakens. Right. Yeah. Give us the give us the the, the 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 scene, the shots that we wanted to see, and that's it. Don't yep. give us any story. Don't give us any plot details. So a quick shot of some um, new adats. Yep. Yep. Uh, the new new planet the new cruisers. The new planet. Paul Dameron's X-wing getting destroyed yeah, well, again. We don't know if it got destroyed. The explosion was like right behind it. It was kind of going into it, but we don't know if it made it out or not. I'm, and, I'm hoping I'll hope. And 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 the words that carry so much weight. What Luke said at the end. Oh yes. Yeah. So everybody's like, "What does that mean?" Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I've heard a lot of people say that that, that he says that like right in the beginning of the uh, in the movie. Yeah, you know, like um, after after he meets with Ray and Ray tells him, "I want you to train me." It's like uh, I only know one truth. I want it. the Jedi has to end, and then Ray has to kind of convince him otherwise. Right? Yeah. Or it could mean or... something. Well, more. I mean, yeah, right. It's it's you know they did the same thing with with Snoke's dialogue. He's like, 
you know, there's been awakening. Yeah. And you feel it. And when you actually saw it in the movie, it, was, it really didn't have a... It had nothing know, to do it, with the, you know, the, co- the corresponding scenes. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, just like Force Awakens, there's no point in trying to speculate what the movie's going to be about. Right. But we did get some nice uh, training scenes with Rey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, having her, seeing her on that cliffside, swinging that lightsaber around, hell yeah. And then running with it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, it's going to be good. And we got some uh, more Kylo Ren. <sighs> Alright, people apparently are pissed off that they've well, they, the, they, they they gotten the, rid of most of the scar. They moved the scar. It, in, a, in, in, in a society and time and age where they, they can replace a limb... Up. They have backed up, for fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, they made Mark Hansen hands. You know, Mark Hamill Hansen again. Okay, yeah. so. Now, the other thing with this, too, is... Now, oh, you know, we have co-workers that think that they know everything that's going to happen with it because they read the books. The other books. Not the books that are currently considered canon. The new canon. The, the, can, the, the, yeah, the legends. The, the, the legends books. Those yeah. don't count, people. Right. No, they don't count. Stop trying to forecast your thoughts on this movie. Yeah. You don't know what it's about. You Just don't really sit back know. and enjoy. Exactly. Let it all I, wash I, over I have you. heard a lot of people speculate that that, that book, when, when it says The Balance, Yeah. For a lot of people speculate that that book that, she, that they're looking at is The Book of the Wills. All right, I believe it. I mean, we, well, I mean, you know, the wills is now canon from Rogue right. One. Yeah, so that could be it. You know, I mean, I I love that they had the old Jedi uh, logo. Yeah. Right, the, the old Repu- and it's not just the old. I mean, that's the old Republic Jedi logo. Yeah, yeah, and you might get the Bendu in the movie too. That would be if they could bring back Tom Baker to voice it. Hell. I don't know yes. that they'd bring back the Bendu. I just don't really know if it's but necessary. I know, but, but if you if you read the um, the post Empire comic book, the one with Poe Dameron, Shattered parents, Empire, Shattered Empire, yeah, with the Force Tree, uh, that I'm there's a chance that's going to be the Force Tree is going to be. That looks like the, that's probably the Force Tree, one, or one of the Force Trees. Mm. So yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this movie. They've already yeah. announced May of 2019 Team for episode nine. nine. Yep. Year they and start, half. Well, they start filming, I think, in the next couple of months, don't they? Well, they would have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, with the two-year gap that we're getting now. Yeah. I mean, in the hell, we'll have um, Han Solo by next Christmas, I think. I wouldn't be... I don't, you know what? I could see them maybe moving it off to December, though. For I one, hope, for one I hope. main reason. What's coming about oh, three weeks before that? Avengers Infinity War? Yeah. Well, Avengers Infinity War Part Well, the next Avengers movie. Yeah, they're, 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 they've actually gone away, moved away from doing the Part 1, Part 2 with the Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, but the next Avengers, the, the next right, Avengers is movie is May. Right. Like, early May, and then right. three weeks later is... The Star Wars. Yeah, I don't, know why you, that, you, I don't know why you wouldn't keep it in December, because the success of Force Awakens, the success of Rogue One... Mm. You know, I episode. Think, you know, the Last Jedi is going to do. I mean, they they they've owned Disney has owned the last the right. last two and you Christmas seasons. I mean, this yeah. is just it's a, it's an arbitrary date. The other thing too is that I think that they may have originally picked that because they were under the impression that there was going to be an Avatar movie out. <laughs> Those Avatar <laughs> movies are never coming out. No, no. no. And, and honestly, what? Nobody I, cares. Yeah, nobody, nobody Actually, nobody cares. All right. While we're on that subject, Mike, what was the feeling at Disney World about the worlds of Pandora? Does anybody actually give a shit? 
Well, I mean, it's it's a new Disney. It's, it's a new park. attraction. Yeah, I'm more so. excited. I'm more excited for Star Wars Land. Right, which yeah. now I'm psyched for because we might actually be there when um, Episode Nine comes yeah. out. Yeah, 2019 is when we're planning our next trip, and we're planning it in like late spring. Hopefully, it's open. Oh, oh, have you have you heard the rumors about the uh, the uh, hotel? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, going to be completely yeah. decked out as two, two as nights. A, Two nights only is going to be like $99 to $100,000, $900 to $1,000, but they build an entire story Dude. around you. you. So you can choose to so help. You, and the hotel's going to be like inside a, uh, a Star Wars starship. Yeah. Yeah, so like you could like get a, like a text message or whatever from the Resistance asking if you want to do this mission. You could say no and you want to help the First Order instead. <laughs> And no, that's awesome. Extra, no, it's extra magic hours. You know what? I would, I would, I would save up a thousand bucks for I, that. I, I, I could come. I would absolutely brand. do that. Yeah, that's that's a good use of a tax refund. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's also hey, honey, guess what we're doing? It's all inclusive <laughs> too, so they will feed you. Yeah. So there's no meal plan necessary. There better, milk. Be, there better be blood. I was going to say, there better damn well be blood. Actually, well, that, that's the thing. With the new um, Star Wars land, that's uh, very much a reality. Oh, that yeah. They're going to... Uh, essentially, it's a completely... It's own area. So, like, if you've been to the Magic Kingdom, there's, you know, the Fantasy Land, the yeah. Tomorrowland, whatever. So, Star Wars land, when you walk through that gate, you are immediately transported, and it's fully immersive. The... Yes. Um, <laughs> and the other thing too is that it's not story based, so you don't have to deal with familiarity of characters no, or anything gonna, like that. They're going to be it's, it's going to be like story, right? It's going to be like you're walking into Tatooine or I think that I think the planet they says it is is the one that they showed up in the last Jedi trailer. The great, this, huh? Great, I think so. Is that the the planet with the red dust? Yeah, great. yeah. No, no, no. It's going to be some like outpost planet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they they mentioned that in the last D twenty. But it's gonna it's gonna be, it's gonna have the Star Wars feel to it. Isn't right. It? Yes. Oh hell. <laughs> <laughs> you can have like resistant fighters like kind of ducking cover around while you have first order troopers marching around. You already have that. Well, yeah, but yeah. no, this is going to be like in force. Yeah, now they won't just tell me to get rid of my BB-8 sipping cup, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so ready to nerd out. Everybody start saving your money now. We're all going together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As long as you don't mind going with kids. Exactly. <laughs> Well, we are going to be kids for that one. We're going to be kids. Yeah, yeah. My daughter, so, so will be like ten years old. She'll be like, "Oh my god, my father." She was like, "Dad, come back here." Are now. you shooting me? Scarlett's going to be eleven the next time we go, and she's already like, oh, she's actually more excited about this one now than the last time we took her. So, well, actually, actually, Sophia kind of she feeds it. She like. She knows it makes Star Wars makes me happy. So yeah. she's like, well, she had book fair today. And she went and bought one book for me. She bought Darth Vader and Son. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a cute book. That is a really oh, She bought that for me yeah. because she's like, I know Daddy loves Star Wars. I'm going to get this for him. Yeah. No, we got, um, I actually, for Father's Day, two years ago, got uh, Vader's Little Princess. Yeah. And then Scarlett saw it at the gift shop at uh, Mission to Mar, uh, Mission to Space. Mm-hmm. So she was flipping through. I'm like, you know, I have this book. So now she reads it. She also has um, Vader's Little, you know. Vader's little son too. Oh, they made other. He's made others of those. Like there's like a Vader and Friends where it's got like it has some like clips with like 
I'm Bosk. A, a young, a young uh, Blando Calrissian hanging out with the young Han Solo. <laughs> so wow. Yep, it's gonna be all about Star Wars now. That's right. All about the next two Star weeks. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I like you know the funny thing is too. I had such a Jones to watch Star Wars today. I end up playing two I, levels of Lego uh, Force Awakens with Jamie. Uh, cool. I watch. I watched the entire trilogy over the weekend. And I'm gonna watch it again this weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. I yeah. I've been almost purposely holding off on watching A New Hope. I haven't watched it since Rogue One. So. See what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna this weekend. I'm gonna watch Rogue One. Then I'll watch the New Hope. I'm gonna do, do that. I'm gonna do the. I may have transition. to do that. Yep. I'm still trying to winnow through TV on the DVR right now, and apparently the Flash was the same episode they've been showing for the last three seasons. So. <laughs> Whenever I look on Twitter and I see um, our, you know, Steve at Ape Cod go, God damn it, Barry! I'm like, oh, did he go back in time again? No, he went into the future. Oh, okay. It was actually. Did he mess up no, time again? No, it was a good. I liked it. I thought okay. it was a very good episode. Yeah, I haven't watched very, it. Yet, so. Very emotionally weighty. All episode. right. But yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Yay! You have anything to follow up with? <laughs> Star Wars. Radio at gmail.com, at Radio on Twitter, Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, geeksaladpodbean.com, and the Podbean app. Yeah. Thank you, them all? Yeah. All yeah. right. Anyway, so until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. Vicky wet the floor? Hey, she hasn't even wet the bed yet. Hi, guys. How you doing, Vicky? I haven't even wet the bed yet.